Welcome to Satisfied, where our aim is to behold the glory of God. My name is Nick Jackson, pastor of Timberline Baptist Church in Lacey, Washington. And this is Bobby Gaither, pastor of Hope Fellowship in Hillsboro, Oregon. I feel like we're at a, trip, a Blazers game. Well, you know what? They did win last night. They did they? 42. So now they're in the um, play-in, not the playoff, but the play-in uh, game. They have to play Memphis. They have to beat Memphis once. Memphis has to beat the Blazers twice in order to get the eighth seed. And then one, I think either of those teams are going to knock off the Lakers. I haven't even, like normally I'm all into basketball, watching as a family. I know nothing right Dude, now. I took an absolute break once this happened. I have not, I might have watched one full game. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I watched a full game, but I didn't watch the OT. I've been watching it on my phone, keeping track there, but I have not actually sat down. And watched again, and I think a lot of that has to do with kind of the the COVID reset that's happened. Totally, uh, you know, where I just got other things going on that are more important. Speaking of other things going on, yes, we're back. We're back. Yeah, so we had other things going on. <laughs> we did have other things going on, man. So uh, yeah, we basically we, we took a break uh, from podcasting for a bit for multiple reasons. Um, but we desire to be back, and so yeah. we kind of want to use this episode as uh, kind of the, the, re- the relaunch and yeah. remind everyone why we want to do this, why we call it satisfied. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and you know, we had a few things going on in life. Uh, uh, do we want to talk through that at all, or we just want to just jump into why, why we're back? Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean... There's definitely been COVID. Yeah. Uh, that's always affected stuff. And then for me, you know, there's a lot of crazy things, and we'll probably save it for another episode. But uh, my mom ended up having strokes in December. She passed away in February. Yeah. And I mean, that filled up a lot of time yeah. with family, and yeah. it was way out of the blue. Yeah. So, and then and then comes COVID, where we did online church, and it was like I just got to run and video, figure right. out all the video stuff. So yeah. that was that was. A lot of that me. was your side, yeah. And, and for me, um, uh, for one, I feel really lucky. I threw like the biggest birthday bash uh, ever for me, anyways, at my house like a week before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like, we got the last party in at the Gaither house uh, for my 40th birthday, and then yeah. Wait, how old? Uh, 40. Whoa. Yeah, I'm halfway to 80. So man. Old. I'm like I'm I'm at the crust of the hill. And I'm about to start going down and just coast. So trust me, the, the other side doesn't look so pretty. It is great. Yeah. Okay. I'm there. Yeah, you are there. It's great. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I, I I would you know definitely um, agree with the fact that when COVID hit, it forced us, and I think we'll talk about this later too. It forced us to do things here at the church that we had no intention of doing, at least not yet. And some of that being video, online type things to um, like our sermons. Uh, I mean, we had podcasted and put it on our website, but but now that that, that had become or had has become uh, the main staple for the church during this period where <clears throat> people were staying at home. Yeah, you know, uh, and so that forced us into a whole new learning curve. Um, honestly, I felt like I worked harder. It, it it took more effort, more energy, more work to get sermons done, and part of that is I'm such a social person that I literally would go to coffee shops to, to prepare my sermons and I can't do that anymore. So I'm in my office. I'm like, what else can I do? What needs to be straightened up around here? <laughs> um, and just finding ways, I mean, just, you know, uh, 
it's hard to be motivated sometimes when you don't have that personal interaction. Um, and so put that on top of us figuring out schooling at home with kids, right? Uh, so a school went online, my wife's an educator, so she went online too, and everybody had a learning curve. And we were already like kind of in a, in, in a lull before that, just because yeah. we had other things going on in life. Um, but man, it just it put a screeching halt to everything. Um, so it's good to be back, man. It's good to see you. It's good. It's, it's good, good, to good to be, be back with you. And yeah. all right, well, let's jump in. We uh, we thought we'd at least say a little bit like just what God's been doing in our own heart yeah. since this uh, since COVID. Yeah. And really since you know six, seven, eight, nine months, just yeah. kind of in our break, what God's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you want you want to you want to start go first? off? Sure. Um, you know, I think. I think the first thing that, that God has just pressed upon me is this need to shepherd my family well, you know, uh, just beginning even with my wife and how, how we relate and interact. And um, God, by his grace, had really gone before us about a year ago. Um, we both had just a situation where we knew uh, we needed some help talking through things. Hey, by the way, folks, you should know that even pastors need marital counseling sometimes like we we don't have it all together <laughs> you know like we are sinful i think uh, everyone flesh. needs marital counseling yeah i, you, I think even if you're not married just, you probably need marital just counseling. counseling in general totally. right i mean that's even the bible says you know wise men had many counselors yeah. right men whom uh, uh they can go to and say this is what i'm thinking help me help me think straight help me think right about these things and so so we went in fact um uh, to, to Gorman and to Chris and, and I'm probably one of many pastors in the NAB have done this and said, okay, help us. Um, we're not communicating well. And man, uh, since then we've just grown so much. And so when, when this happened, we were able to hear each other. We, we knew the questions to ask, to hear each other, uh, to hear, you know, what she's thinking and feeling, what I'm thinking and feeling and, um, how to get to where, you know, we need to be. Uh, so we grew in that, and, and we're having conversations about, okay, how do we be more even more intentional about discipling our children? Uh, so we're growing in that. Uh, I think now, and um, we'll probably talk about this later as well, um, we just see spiritual warfare happen. Yeah. Like, that's, you know, um, so uh, in the next few weeks, um, I'm going to preach out of Ephesians 6. And, man, just... It's more prevalent. It's more apparent to me now more than ever that we fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against the darkness, and this present darkness. And and our fellow image bearers who appear to be the ones opposing us, they're they're not the enemy. Yeah. They are actually the spoil of God's of, of the gospel. So what does that look like? How do we play that out? How do we walk in that? Um, those are the questions I'm, I'm asking and, and, and just, it's leading me to be more intentional with my prayer, my prayer time and my time in the word. So how about you? What are you learning? That's good, man. No, that's good. Thanks for sharing on those. Uh, I think when I look at, at just kind of some of the craziness that has happened and how all of a sudden we went from meeting, you know, weekly gathering to, you know, we're listening to the government, we're, we're listening to media, and we're trying to figure it out. So we all, I think most churches, we all kind of took a break from the 
from the gathering, you know, yeah. in person, yeah. went online uh, and, and wrestling through with that. And that really, you know, in first Peter chapter five, it talks about how Jesus is the chief shepherd. Yeah. And I think that that was just reminded to me in many ways on this is his church. Amen. Amen. And, you know, when COVID hit and every, everything just kind of went up in the air and you're just kind of wrestling with, okay, what's, what's the best way forward? How do we make our way through this? How do we connect? How do we strategize? Um, so definitely just relying on him more, I think, in prayer mm-hmm. and re- being reminded of his grace. I think... I think those were a couple of things that were just really pressed in. And then I'd probably say uh, also in 1 Peter 5, it talks about in verse 2 that we're called to shepherd the flock as, as kind of the underseers. we got Jesus as the chief over shepherd. And then there's us. And we need to shepherd the flock. And we need to shepherd for the purpose of the church being equipped with the word so that we yeah. together and individually will stand firm in trials. One of the things I've learned about myself is like when it comes to strategizing and stuff, it's kind of like the way I do my DIY projects at home. Uh, I get 90% done and then we move to the next project. And so I have all these projects that are like 90% done. Like my whole downstairs, we re, we, we refloored a couple years ago. I still need baseboards. Like that was like two years ago. Um, <laughs> And so what will happen is in the church, I will will spend time strategizing and things, and we get to like 90% clarity, but we're not 100%. We didn't kind of press in on that last bit. And then what happens is you can exist like that for a while, but that 10% of fuzziness will grow. And then when you throw a pandemic on it, and you go, okay, is the whole church strong and strengthened and are we connected? And you go, oh, wait, we should be. Yeah. But now I'm seeing the weakness of that 10% played out. And so I think for me, it's been really taking the commands of Christ as, as an elder within the church. We're called to shepherd. And that means we need to really think through and strategize on how we shepherd, on yeah. how we do, you know, what we call table groups at our church and, and really emphasizing the discipleship pathway and making sure we're as strong as we can there. Because then when we come to a pandemic, we're positioned already, uh, I won't say for success, but in order to stand firm at that time. And so I think that was one of the things, I were, you know, it's not that everything went bad, but it was just, I was looking at it going, man, we, we could be doing even better here. And there's no reason we shouldn't be except for that, that 10%. So I want to do a better job just shepherding and focusing on how we do strategy and making sure that we don't do what I do on my DIY projects. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Stephanie... We need baseboards. Stephanie would appreciate you uh, putting in those baseboards. You know, she really would. Um, she really would. And um, probably finishing like nine other projects I as will, well. I will remind him of that, Stephanie. We'll remind me of that. So, uh, why do we see the need to do like why why are we back? Like what? Why do we see the need to do this podcast? Um. Yeah, I think that was one of the reasons um, that we wrestled with. Are yeah. we coming back? What are we yeah. doing? Yeah. I mean, I think first and foremost, you and I would say because of the gospel. Amen. Yeah. I mean, because of the gospel of Jesus Christ, like we 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 love Christ. We're in awe 
of his glory. In fact, we're, we're going through this book right now um, by Matthew Barrett. It's called None Greater. And it's all about these attributes of God. And Tim Callies on the back, he, he, he writes his comment. And he says, uh, Barrett leads us to marvel at both how much, how much and how little we know of God. Mm. And I think when we come into the gospel, we see this God who is great and glorious and gracious and yeah. good. Yeah. That was poor Jesus. Um, that, that'll preach. And you know, he, he's magnificent. We see the beauty of the gospel through the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we're in awe of that. Yeah. And he satisfies us. And, and yet at the same time, we're in awe of all that we know and all that we don't know. And yet, because of God's grace, we want to keep knowing more. And I think as pastors then, we desire to not only ourselves be more and more satisfied in Christ, but we want to help other people be satisfied in Christ. So I think, I think that's probably one of the main reasons that uh, you, know, you and I wrestle with and just that the gospel is so good. Our God is so glorious like no other God. And we can't spend enough time talking yeah, about him, yeah. preaching about him, reading about him, telling others about him, yeah. living out the truths of his word. Um, that's probably number one. I mean, just the gospel and who our God is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say this goes back to both spiritual warfare, um, you know, in Ephesians 6. Uh, if you look at the armor of God, right? Uh, uh, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the of the devil, um, but it's it's really about faith. It's about it's about understanding and believing, right? Who our God is. I mean, we're how do we protect ourselves against the power of the darkness, right? We take up the whole armor of God. Um, where is it? It. I'm looking. Having fastened uh, the belt of truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. And shoes as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. I mean, that's what the devil attacks, right? He attacks our faith. And he attacks our our um, our vision of who God is. Yeah. Right? Uh, he attacks, he asks the question, is, is God really good? Like the, those seeds of, of doubt that get planted or get... Um, suggested to us or, or even yelled at us uh, uh, by the culture around us. And, and so why, why do I think this is important? Well, because I want to continue putting in front of our body, your body, uh, and anyone else who would listen, uh, the beauty, the glory, the majesty of Jesus our Lord because, yeah. it, because it transforms us, yeah. right? This is 2 Corinthians 3. Um, 17, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. There's freedom. Uh, and we all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is Spirit. Uh, how are we equipped? I, I, I think, and what are we equipped to? We're, we're equipped to behold Him more, to yeah. see Him, to know Him, uh, to be satisfied in Him, uh, that, that we can take up the shield of faith. That it that we can extinguish by faith, you know, the fiery darts of the of, of the evil one. Um, this is part of that equipping. Yeah. Uh, what what we're doing here, and then you know, second, you know, I mean, I get to see you. 
There is a joy in there, that. There is a joy to that. Man, right? we love coming there's, together. There's a joy to that. And uh, I think I think that's the, 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 the fellowship. I think what most of our body missed, um, or should I say, one of the things our body missed greatly was just being together. Yeah, so, definitely. So this is the second week we've met. Um, and man, it was just sweet. Yeah. It's been sweet. So good. Uh, for the body to come together to see each other. Um, literally, I was crying tears of joy, right? As soon as worship started. Yeah. As soon as you hear the body start singing praise toward God. Um, and we need that. Yeah. Uh, we, we need that for our own physical well-being. Not, not just the spiritual, social, emotional, but, but physical well-being. Um, and so, so this, this also provides some of that for me, just in fellowship with you and well, you know, I think that's something that you know we've tried to remind our church a lot too, and and this has been kind of weird, you know, with COVID, and people are wrestling through: do we gather? Do we not gather? And there's definitely those who, you know, are are you know in that more just the danger or, or risk category. Yeah. There's a lot of people who aren't, and but just wrestling with: do we gather? And so one of the things we've tried to put forward a lot is there is a a beauty and a joy in the fellowship of the yeah. church. We are actually saved to gather. And like, there's a grace that we only experience yes. as we actually do gather yeah. as the body. Yeah. And we need, we need to press in on that. Yeah. Um, and I think when it comes to like what we're talking here, like satisfied, there's a joy that you and I have in our fellowship with each other, in our friendship. And that is what we're to have when we gather with the church. There's an energy. Yeah. That, I mean, I love coming with you. Yeah. You know, normally I drive down to Hillsborough. Just saying. Ooh. Just saying. We're here in Hillsborough right now. No. Um, but there's an energy when we come together. And yeah. there's a joy. Yeah. And there's, it's a good for my soul. And so that's why we do it. But that's also why we tell our church. And our church is. Man, we got to gather. Yeah, we do. And, and we want to just... Press people in to gathering, uh, and and I know there's some wrestling with risk and all that kind of stuff, but we do want to just encourage. We are saved to be the body, and part of being the body is to gather where we equip, where we encourage, where we meet, where we demonstrate our love and hospitality with one another. Uh, and you can't do that apart. No, there's certain can't. things you just can't do apart. Can't. And so there is a. There's a goodness when we come and do satisfy that we're together. Uh, but I think to go back even like what you had said, uh, talking about the necessity of the gospel and the spiritual warfare, I think we do see um, our church, God has just blessed us with a lot of unity right now, but there's definitely been some pockets. But I think the, the more I hear what's happening outside the church, a lot of churches are wrestling at this time, yeah. and there is a there's a division, yeah. um, there's a distraction that takes place, which I think is what you're kind of alluding to, and not alluding to, which you're pointing out, not really alluding. Spiritual warfare, yeah. Yeah. it's there, and so one of the reasons I think we want to do satisfied is is we want to equip ourselves so that we won't be divided and we yeah. won't be distracted yeah. from the truth of the gospel. Yeah. Um, we made it a point uh, here at the church, and, and we have people kind of on. Both sides of the spectrum. I know we don't have masks um, on our agenda here, but I'll just say it real quick. Uh, uh, We're not wearing masks right now. Hey, um, but here's the thing: is that's not a gospel issue. 
Yeah. Whether you wear masks or not. Now, what is a gospel issue is whether you uh, care for your brother. Yeah, well, right. Philippians 2, the Philippians counting two. others more Count significant, others more than, significant yourself. than yourself. And so, you know, it's it's the First Corinthians 9, be all, you know, be all things to all people. Um, man, if someone's wearing a mask and and they would feel more comfortable with you wearing a mask when you talk to them, put a mask on. But if someone's not wearing a mask and you're outside and you're fine, then yeah, you, you should have the freedom yeah. to be able to converse and to, to connect that way. And so, so, you know, we've just been real... Um, try to get ahead of that here at Hope. Like, let's not make masks a gospel issue. Yes. Because it, it is not a gospel issue. It's let's, a preference it's a, it's a, issue. It's a preference issue. Um, do I do it? And, and right now, and I would say, like, the hard thing is, is, man, with, with the amount of media that's out there, whether you go, you know, with one of the, the news networks mm -hmm. or the 10,000 different things you can listen to online, Everything's mixed. Yeah. You know, wear masks, you need them. You don't need masks, they're not helpful at all, and everything in between. Yeah. And so I think we need to realize as Christians, there's not clarity on the issue. I don't care who you are. There's science and there are doctors on both sides. Yeah. And they're both coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so that's where it is need to be that gentle, how do we love one another? Let's not make this I'm right, you're wrong. Yeah. But how do we love? How do we press in? Because Ultimately, we don't want to be divided no. and we don't want to be distracted from the truth of the gospel. Yeah. And if we're not careful, we can die on our view of masks and that will, that will prevent us from ever being able to give the gospel to certain that, people. That prevents being unified together too. And, and here's another part with the church gathering right now. Like we need the church to gather. I, I need it to gather. Our body needs it to gather. The to world be, needs the it world, to gather. We do. And to be reminded of the true yeah. reality. The true kingdom, you know, um, uh, who, the true God whom we belong to, who yeah. is sovereign over the coronavirus, over anything. So, again, why satisfied? Why are we doing this now? Because I, I think we need to speak to topics and issues that we wouldn't necessarily cover on a Sunday morning. Yeah. You know, um, you know I, we did not do a sermon on... Uh, masks. <laughs> what? It's so weird. Right? Uh, you know, there's principles in the Bible of how how to operate, and but but we're in the Book of John or Genesis or Thessalonians. Like we're we're there, and we're yeah. just trying to be faithful to continue to expose the Word. Um, so we have an opportunity here. So why satisfied? Because we have an opportunity here to address things that maybe are current in culture, uh, uh, even just to help our body think through them, um, and. This gives us that platform. Yeah. And what's here's also what I'll throw one more thing out there. Here's what's great is it's not just one body. It's not just Hope Fellowship and it's not just Timberline. You know, like we are unified. Um, uh, and not even because we're part of the same association, but because we believe in one faith, one Lord, one baptism, one God and Savior who is overall. Yeah. Right. And so, so being able to wrestle with some of these things together and here for both of our bodies to hear a church body, to hear how, how you're wrestling through it and, and I'm wrestling through it. Um, I, I think it's just encouraging. Yeah. I, I think it, it gives a broader perspective of the church. That's not just one local congregation, uh, because the church is, it's God's church. It's, it's this, Jesus is the shepherd, you know, we're sheep, you and I, yes, nah. we're sheep with everyone else. We're sheep with everyone else. And, uh, uh, so I think it, I think it benefits the body. Yeah. I pray it benefits the body. 
No, it's good. We love it. Uh, so we're, we're desiring to go ahead and start putting out episodes each week and talking about uh, things that we're preaching, topics on culture, and just things that uh, flow out of the truths of the gospel. And our desire is that not only Bobby and I, but hopefully as you listen, that we would all grow in our satisfaction on Christ because he is the one who satisfies us. There are pleasures at his right hand forevermore. And what I love, one of my favorite verses is, is Ephesians 2, 7, where it's in this whole um, context of Paul talking about how we've gone from death to life and now we live for the glory of God and we do good works. And he then says in Ephesians 2, 7, that for all of eternity, God will lavish his grace upon us through Jesus Christ. And when we realize that God is infinite in nature and he's perfectly happy and full of joy, then that means, you know, I think we all have our weird views of heaven. Like, uh, are we going to be on clouds and whatever it is? Whatever it is. Are we going to be on clouds with harps? Like, you, you, you've heard those, right? Yeah, but I, I, I don't have that view. Well, I'm not saying Do we have that. that view? I did when I was like nine, <laughs> and maybe 15. Okay, but you know, there's people who wrestle, what are we gonna do in heaven? Yeah. But when we realize our God is infinite, yeah. he's infinitely powerful, infinitely good, infinitely gracious, infinitely joyful and loving, Glorious, which yeah. means that when he says for all of eternity, he will lavish his goodness upon us, we're never gonna be bored. No. Every day we're gonna be seeing the beauty and the mm -hmm. glory and the majesty of our God. And we get to taste that now. Yeah. And so we just we yeah. just want to take satisfied and help us help us yeah. begin tasting as much as Christ that we can now because yeah. he is good and glorious and great. Yeah, amen. Amen. Well, hey, should we wrap it up? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, you wanna we're, we're yeah. like so kind. Look at us. This is like weird. we're out of it's, practice. We are. Like, uh, here, paper, rock, scissors. Rochambeau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, one, two, three. Uh, no, it's That's one. three. You do one, two, three, then shoot. What? Yeah, you don't go one, two, shoot. Where did you grow up? Um, Cali. Okay. All right. One, one two, two, three, shoot. Ah, uh, wait. So do I pray, pray or do you pray? No, you pray. Because I won. Because you won. Yeah, winners pray. That's right. <laughs> All right. Father, we love you so much. You are good and great and glorious, and we praise you that you have sent your son, Jesus Christ, that you would awaken our dead hearts and by your grace bring us to you that we'd be alive in your son, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And Lord, we praise you for the spirit that dwells within us, that we would know you, that we would live for you, that we would uh, be sanctified, becoming more and more like you each day. And as we look to glory, where the day that we will be made fully like you, as it says in 1 John 3, 2, that we will see you as you are because we will be made like you. God, we, we rejoice as we, as we await that day. And uh, Lord, we pray. I pray for Bobby and I as we come. And we want, we want to be more satisfied in you. We want to grow in our knowledge and our love and faith in you. And we want to help others do the same. So bless this. And Lord, we pray that as, as the word goes out mm -hmm. through media, through uh, the social media podcasting, that, that your spirit would bless it. Lord, we, we trust in the truth of your word where you say that your word will go forth and it will not come back empty. Yeah. So accomplish your word. As we talk about your goodness, as we look at the depths and the truths of your word, mm -hmm. Lord, may you bless that. Lord, we pray, I pray, bless Bobby and his church as he shepherds, as he loves his church, as he loves his family. 
may they continue to grow in, in your grace and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Lord, may that happen with me as well, with my family and my church. And Lord, we pray for the church, that right now, the church, your body in all of the world, that we be united together because of the gospel and the power of your spirit that dwells within us, and that we proclaim your word. May we demonstrate to the world the satisfaction that we have in you. In your wonderful name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to Satisfied in Christ. For more resources, go to www.satisfiedinchrist.life. That's dot L-I-F-E. And I'm sure Stephanie will put something up there that will... Do we have any resources today? Yeah, there'll be resources. There'll be resources. There's good the Tim, resources. The Tim Challies book. Is it uh, Challies or Callies? No, it's, it's Barrett. Tim Callies was... Uh, it's Matthew Barrett, None Greater. That book will be on there. We'll yeah. probably throw a couple of cool, good gospel books yeah, on there. Matthew Challies, that's right. We'll put yeah. uh, Bobby's autobiography <laughs> on there that I wrote for him. All right, here we go. Take it away, Mitch. <laughs>